Hi and welcome. You're listening to Third Wheel Sports. This is episode number five. Recording on a Wednesday evening once again. Tyler, how you doing, buddy? Man, it's like you said, another Wednesday evening. Beautiful night here. Uh, I'm pretty fired up. Why Uh, is that? Well, I'm getting ready to start a fantasy draft in 30 seconds. So I am live drafting tonight while we uh, go over some fun material. We got a lot to cover. Ross, how you feeling? Feeling okay. He's still okay. Anything fun happened this weekend? Yeah, or we had a batch party. Music? It was awesome. Yeah, I got to float down a river and do got some hiking. Got to see hiking. a pretty sweet storm come in, roll in. How uh, how sore were you guys Monday? Honestly, not very. Oh, dude. I wasn't sore either. I was tired. I like, just, I was exhausted. Yeah. I must just be a fat ass out of shape. I was, <laughs> I was extremely sore. <laughs> it helps. Dad, uh... He was, uh, his calves are still sore. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So that hike, uh, that trail, what was that rated? Uh, it was on a, probably a moderate to, I would say high moderate. Above average for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I, yeah. Uh, I underestimated a little bit. So, but we had Sorry. some great views. The river was great. We saw two rattlesnakes having sex off the, about 25 <laughs> feet off the, the walking path. That was great. Yeah. Biggest snakes I've ever seen. That's what Same. she said. Yeah. Not even joking. Yeah. It, the biggest snake for sure. Like, and let alone two of them. They right were huge. Huge. Did you understand why we didn't drink on the way down? Oh, I'm so Absolutely. glad. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have made it. But yeah, you that's know, what I was like, it, it, mm, we can't. That beer this. on the way back from the that's the best the hike. One. That was it. Was really tasty. That's the best beer. Those yeah. were good. Yeah. All right, fellas. Tyler, it. is it your pick yet? Uh, minute 30. Minute 30. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. It's not. I still got a little bit. Okay. Well, let's dive into uh, the NHL playoffs. One series closeout since the last time we recorded. That was the Boston Bruins and Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa Bay. The Bolts, baby. They look good. So they, they go down one game to nothing. I'm feeling great about my pick with Boston. Tampa Bay wins four straight and they outscore the Bruins in those four games 17 to 7. Wow. That's a lot. Wow. That's incredible. I just took Tyreek Hill. Um remember- oh, oh draft pick alert. <laughs> Tyreek Hill first round seventh overall. Well keeper league. Keeper league. Keeper so league, right. Keep that in mind. Either way. So anyways back to the hockey. So Tampa Bay, um, I remember texting you, and this is when I said, like, all my picks I think is terrible, and it was that exact game. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I thought Tampa Bay would come in and just, like, sweep them. Like, they're ready to rock and roll. They almost did. I I know, but But I mean— Besides the first game. But still, that first game, like, just, that's a crucial game. You get in there, you're ready to rock and roll, and you get beat. You know what I'm pumped up for? Martian. He's out of the playoffs. Oh, he is. So, and how about Patty Maroon knocking out Boston two years in a row? Oh, that's awesome. Good did you hear? Uh, did you catch on Twitter like what he said? He's like, "Put me in front of the net anytime. I'm ready." I didn't see uh, that. No. Yeah, it was something like that, but it was that was pretty good. Or put me out on the ice in these situations. It was just it was good stuff. Good he stuff. he's a beast, no he doubt is. about it. Um, I did mention they outscored the Bruins 17-7 in games 2, 3, 4, and 5. It's a little misleading because game 3, they won 7-1. to There were actually two overtime games, including uh, the game 5 double overtime. Did you see who scored the game winner? Was uh, it was it Hedman? Yeah, it was. I think, yeah. Yeah, it and was then Patty Maroon was up front. Yep. Yep. That's so, right. It was, uh, it was a sweep right through the legs. I don't even think Maroon bumped it. He was just in the way, big body. Screening, yeah. right? Doing the dirty work in front. Mm -hmm. 
So Tampa Bay takes care of Boston four games to one. We have three series that are going to six games. Yep. Six games, including tonight. We have one live at the moment. It is Colorado and Dallas. It's been an interesting series, no doubt. Anybody catch any of the games? We're going to score update 0-0. Six minutes left in the first. I caught a, I caught a little bit of that ass-whooping that um, the Avs did on Ben Bishop, Mr. St. Louis there. I just took but, Devontae um, Adams. Nice. Devontae Adams with his second pick. So he's got Tyreek Hill and Devontae, Devontae Adams. Adams. He's good to go at receiver for yep. a little while. Yep. Solid. Thanks. Uh, yeah, so the Avs, I mean, they scored four goals in two minutes and 36 seconds. Whoa. Four goals. Yep. That is one second off from the fastest ever. Really? Super four impressive. goals. Yep. Yeah. Well, I do know that One they, second off, I believe. Sorry. That's insane. That's... Yeah. Wow. I mean, the, I do know that the game was over before the first period ended. Colorado yeah. put up five goals in 15 minutes into the first period. It was over... That was game five. Game six tonight. I the, I picked the Stars. I'm worried about this series, though. Even though the Stars were up three games to one, I am worried. Hey, boys, like I said, Colorado was my pick out of the West. If the Blues did not make it, I'm pretty fired up. I, I would like to see this go to a game seven. I mean, who doesn't love a game seven, first of all, in hockey? Right. I, I have a feeling it is going to go to game seven. It has to. I hope we'll so. We'll see. Not giving up faith in the stars. We need it. <laughs> oh yeah, we definitely we definitely need it. Oh yeah, we failed to mention uh, Tampa Bay. They advanced, so Tyler and Ross collect the points on that one. I was the odd man out, but uh, I still have Dallas up three two, and we'll move on to the next series. Unless Ty- Ross, you have anything to add? Nope. Uh, how about the Islanders and Flyers? <sighs> Another game six. This one tomorrow night. Philly wins game five in overtime. I watched it, but now all of a sudden I can't remember who scored the winner in overtime. Ross, was it connecting? Lawton. Lawton oh, or Scott Lawton. Yeah. Okay. Yep, I believe you are right. That that was actually. So you watched the whole oh, thing? Yeah. Well, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched. So I saw yeah, the play develop. Defender had it in a high slot, and he does the back skate. You know, he's getting ready to load up, and I'm thinking to myself, this is not good. And lo and behold, it ends up in the net. And it was good. It was. It was, Well, yeah, for, for Flyers' me. perspective. Um, what was your stat on Claude Giroux the other day, heading down to... Oh, he had one goal. It was like 20, 21, 22 playoff games. The dude is one of the best regular season performers of the last 5, 10 years probably, but apparently just not getting it done in the playoffs. Scores a goal. There we go. Yeah, scores a goal. So he's off the schneid momentarily. Thank goodness. Flyers are on to game six. The monkey is off the back, per se. We'll see. I mean, <laughs> he could start another... 20-game streak yeah, where he doesn't true. score Come another goal. On, so, so I mean, I, I like him, but just not showing up in the playoffs. Uh, interesting developments out of that game. Sean Couturier and Matthew Barzal both leave the game. I haven't heard any updates on their status. Which which player do you think is a bigger loss if they're unable to go in game six? Sean Gu- nope, Sean Couturier. You think so? Why? Mm-hmm. He, he just, that's their number one center. He needs to be there. I know Claude Giroux can slide in and all that jazz, but I mean Philly stacked. He, I think mm, I wouldn't say stacked. Like that's a big player. Matthew Barzell, though, equally equal. I mean, I just think that uh, Couturier. Well, I'm kind of biased here because I'm going to say <laughs> the American. But um, I think Barzell's going to be back. It's just that it was a high stick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Was, I don't think it was too bad, but like, obviously I don't know. I don't he have didn't, any he didn't return. I know that much. So Sean Couturier, my answer. 
so that will be I don't have an answer for that one by the way I just wanted to see what you guys thought um I like that we're different there yeah it'll be interesting going forward game six tomorrow night I'm I'm not as worried about this one I had the Islanders up three games to one Barry Trotz I just always go back to Barry Trotz as you should he's got his guys in the right position 99% of the time he's you know they're organized disciplined I just think that they're going to get it done in Game Six. I don't see a Game Seven in this series. I know you guys probably well, pulling for it. We won a Game Seven, but uh, I like your answer. All right, all right. Well, we'll move on to the fourth and final series: Vancouver and Vegas. This one's very interesting. Did you guys see any of the game last night? No, I did. No, that's fine. It was a it was a good game. I was texting you a little bit of it, and you're like. This is just weird. Draft pick alert. Draft pick alert. I just took Odell Beckham. Come back here, baby. What a terrible Come pick. You're back doing three. terrible pick. My, it's a keeper league. It's a keeper yeah, league. Yeah, who is your keeper? Yeah, it's a quarterback. Lamar Jackson? It, Lamar Jackson. Okay. So now no, I'm going ter- to run, go running back here. Miles, they're, they're Miles Sanders be... is still on the board. Yeah. Melvin Gordon's on the board. Have fun Chris Carson is on the that. board. Why didn't you pick a, a wide, rece- wide receiver from Baltimore? For, like you know, you had all these ah, great receivers. I, Why I did just, you choose one? Anyways, I like giving Tyler shit here, so I'm just gonna tell him that was a terrible ooh, pick. Oh, it's my turn to pick again. Should I go running back? I think I will. Todd. No, I go receiver. Yeah, you're probably right. I need one for the bench. <laughs> Todd Gurley does look intriguing. You draft. Here. You draft Gurley. Talent, not a need. Todd Gurley is off the board. I, again, I don't. You're think... going down, Frank. <laughs> I don't. Who know. Who won last year? Whatever in this league, uh, Mike. Compton. Oh, as he almost as many times as me, but Frank's never won, so that's all that matters. Moving right along. Yes. Vancouver and Vegas. Interesting series. Tyler, you did not catch any of the game. Ross, you and I were going back and forth. We yeah. did watch this one. What'd you think? I, I thought it was uh, I thought it was good. Um it was odd because of the lopsidedness on the shots on goal. Like seven to 20 or something like that in the first period and then so it took Vancouver like 10 minutes in the first period and 12 minutes in the second period to get a shot on goal it was just it was odd but on those seven goals I think so the eighth one that they put on Leonard went in yeah the the shot the shot total was crazy so it was 28 13 is that what it was at one point yeah it could have been 20 to 7 and I mean just insane and and this is the second game that Vegas has had that was similar. If you remember, they had game four against Chicago. They had 49 shots on Crawford, and he stopped 48 of them. They ended up losing two to one. Um, brings me to my next point, Thatcher Demko, 42-save night. I was going to bring That's that impressive. up, too. Thatcher Demko. So, Ross, you're a big country of origin. Where is he from? The USA. He is. He's an American boy. Can you tell me? Specifically, where he's from. San Diego, California. San Diego, wow. California. <laughs> Thatcher Ross. Demko, 42 save night, and probably would have been a shutout if not for Shea Theodore. Did you see that sick goal? I was going to bring this up, too. It was awesome. The it, dude is incredible. Was, I, get, I pick him up every year. He's a defenseman. I know. I pick him up every last two years. I he, him up. he dangled three people. I'll have to and, check that out. And roofs Sick it. Hits. And roofs it. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor. Check it out because that was maybe the best goal of the playoffs thus far. So overall, how how was Vegas looking? They Vegas? looked great. Yeah. I thought me. they looked a little slow last night, I would say. But, I mean, 
they were on, they were ready to go. It's just that Vancouver is fast. Well, yeah, with, well, with they're Harvard. He, I mean, how's he looking? I honestly, I haven't watched any of the games in the series. Awesome. I mean, when he put, when he was playing against the Blues, he was the most dominant player he on the, the ice. Blues. He killed the Blues for no, sure. I'm gonna take that back. He is not the best player right now. Eli- Elias Pettersson. Pettersson's Pettersson and stepping up Jake to the Miller. I oh, Pettersson's deflection goal. Oh. Yeah. I don't know how those guys do that. Deflection goals. Speaking of those on uh, Philly, did you watch theirs? Oh, they were incredible. The game winner. Oh, the, that was Drew's goal. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Oh, and it was goes, like it straight was so down. Sick. Five it was goal. awesome. Yeah. yeah. He's moving. He knocks down a 90-mile-an-hour shot, and it goes five-hole on the goalie, and he's like 12 feet away. That's it's, awesome. It's unbelievable. Uh, Pedersen had a deflection goal last night. It just – that impresses me so much. So, uh, fun fact on um, Thatcher Demko. He is the first rookie goaltender since 1997 to win his playoff debut in an elimination game. Yeah, that's, that's nice. Oh, elimination game. So, yeah. hold on. Let me does – it, does it tell you who – was the other goalie? I, it does not. I just got that update. I don't know who the was other one is. Was it Kata Hot? Uh, Jordan Bennington? In 97? 97. Oh, 97. Sorry. Yeah. They <laughs> were born in 1997. <laughs> oh, I apologize. I'm watching my fantasy draft. Right. Here. Totally understand. Like, yeah, legit. Carter Hart was born in 1997. Yeah. Carter Hart may have, he may have won his first playoff elimination game, but he was probably like two. No, he wasn't even born, Ross. No, same, he, wasn't been, he wouldn't have been born. I, I, sorry, I wasn't listening. It's quite all right. How's that draft going over there? Uh, not too bad. Kind of getting boring here. Yeah. Understood. Um, so I was just going to I was gonna take a stab at it. 97 first playoff start. I could be way off base, but I'm going to be a lot closer than Tyler. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I'm going to say Roberto Luongo. Just totally, oh. totally going out there with I'll, that one. I don't know. I'll throw uh, Ryan Miller out there. I don't know if Ryan Miller was around. Yeah, I don't know either. So, anyways, we think Vegas looked good. I think. Ross said they looked a little slow. Just last night. Just I last just thought, night. Yeah. Well, there will be a game six tomorrow night. And, again, I have no fear in losing this one. I think Vegas closes it out in game six. You're not going to win too many games when you're outshot by almost twice as much. I think that probably just about covers it for hockey. Ross, Tyler, you guys got anything to add? Ross, you got some trade rumors out Ooh. there. Yes, we do. Not rumors. Yeah. We have a tr- yeah, actual we have a trade, trade involving the St. Louis Blues. Ross, fill us and the listeners in. Mr. Jake Allen is now a Montreal Canadian. He's a hab. He's a hab. So in this trade, the Blues get two 2020 draft picks, a third and a seventh, and get the shed $4.35 million of salary. To hopefully sign a said name out there. What said name might that be? Alex Peter Angelo. Peter, Peter Angelo. Don't you like Angelo. how they say that? Captain. Oh, yeah. Alex Petra Angelo. Petra Angelo. Oh, Captain, my um, Captain. The Canadians receive a, uh, obviously, Jake Allen and a 2022 seventh round draft pick for this. What do you guys think of this? Well, the Blues also got a seventh round draft pick out of it, if I'm not mistaken, along with that third round pick that they got. That's so correct. they, in essence, traded, traded seventh round draft picks. So, in essence, really, third Jake round. Allen for a third rounder. Yeah. Which I'm not crazy about. No. I think, in all honesty, I honestly think that this is going to be a, hey, we need a goalie, but we're going to, like, they don't need it. They're going to then flip it. For something. So you think Montreal is just going to turn around and draft pick alert? Chris Carson is off the board from the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, that's not a bad pick. Fifth round? Yeah, late fifth round. I'm getting ready to pick sixth round here. Not a terrible pick. I'm so thinking you... tight end. Yeah. Is any gone? 
Oh, yeah. Who's left at tight end? Uh, Tyler Higby is the top-rated one on the board currently. Who are the next two or three? Jared Cook and Hunter Henry. Wait. I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what are you going to go for? Should I get Rob? Uh, I mean. I think so. you going to draft Rob now? No. God, yeah. no. I would So wait. what other running backs are out there? Um, so my running backs are full. Well, I've well, got I wouldn't Gurley and Carson. Gurley Miles Sanders is still at the top of the board. Uh, and then Melvin Gordon. Oh, Melvin Gordon for sure. Yeah, but he's going to be split in time. But, but okay. You only need Melvin Gordon in a matchup situation or if Gurley gets hurt. Good point. I think Melvin because Gordon's you can't, you can't count on Gurley being there for 16 games. You know who else I like? Raheem Mozart. From, for the Niners? From the Niners. He, he had a is hell he of a still with the Niners? He is, okay. yes. Is it Brita that went to Miami or am uh, I totally off base I have no here? idea. Okay. No idea. Anyways, Anyways. yeah, I like, I like Gordon. I think his upside is through the roof. Well, I got 50 seconds here, and then uh, it's my pick. So, anyways, Ross. Who, uh, hold on. Gordon, who does he play for now? He is on the Denver, Denver. Broncos. Did he get traded, or they just, because uh, he was San Diego, right? Yes. Yes. So, yeah. did they just drop him, or was it a trade? He either got Deer. cut, or he was a free agent. Oh, okay. That's my turn. So, you, okay. you skip on Miles Sanders, who's injured right now with a hamstring. What are they saying? Melvin Gordon. What are they saying about Sanders? How, how long is he out? Um, it just says he's got a hamstring strain, and just doesn't know hamstring for a running back expected to be ready week one uh he's a backup that's up to you i'm you're going gordon i'm going gordon i mean that and that's your name brand guy that's true tyler's all about the names oh we also got mark ingram here uh i don't i wouldn't count on melvin gordon has been drafted melvin gordon there it is sixth round sixth round solid backup running back solid what do you guys think about what do you guys think about this allen trade like as i was saying I don't I'm not like thrilled with it, but at the same time, he was probably gonna go in the at some point, whether it be expansion draft, free agency, whatever, get what you can for him. You know, it's not a need, but now you're putting all your eggs in the Bennington basket, which I'm fine with. Kahuso. Sure, sure, and he's totally unproven. I hope he's a stud. I do. Uh, and I'm fine with having Bennington as you know, the guy. He's our number one. But where would we be in the last couple of years without Allen? Because there's always been one stretch of the season where he stepped in and got us to where we needed to go. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree. I think you have to look at past and the history of what we've done, but that's in the past. We're moving forward here. And the situation that's at hand, they have to sign Petrangelo somehow. Yep. So my first thought, as soon as they traded him, there's $4.35 million on the board. It's got to go to somebody. It's probably going to go to him. I agree. Because if not, they're not going to have him. They're not going to have Falk. Or if they have him and Falk, they're not going to be able to sign Vince Dunn. I mean, it's – Yeah, break up. And then, yeah, break up too. So it's, it's – That defensive line is getting a ripple pretty effect. expensive. And they're they, stacked. They do have, yeah, kind of a log jam at defense and at goalie. So I totally understand the move, yeah. like I said. But I think it was necessary. It's unfortunate that it comes down to something like that. I would love to hold on to him and keep him around, but I think it's a necessary move due to the situation at hand. You guys may or may not know, but I am not an Allen fan. However, I think we should have kept him. However, if, he has an Allen koozie. That, yeah, but that Are was you left at the house. Right now? <laughs> that was left at the house. <laughs> Which now Thank left you, at my Clint Burt. <laughs> oh, it's at your house? Yeah. Clint Burt. Oh. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I just think that I'm a fan of this two goalie system, and I think that was where we needed to stick. But yes, we do have some salary cap now, so I think it's 
I think it's going to be good. Okay. I, I completely agree with with you guys. Like, it's time to move on, yada, yada, yada. I was just hoping that it would have been a second-round pick at least. Third-round pick, you might know more than I do, Ross, because you keep up with this stuff. But, I mean, how many players drafted in the third round actually, like, stick in the league? I actually – I don't I don't know this one. But um, – I think there are several out there. I just, I don't know who they are specifically, but you can go anywhere in the drafts. I think it's pretty much a crapshoot. Like, there's number one draft picks that are, don't produce. Absolutely. Uh, there's a couple of feeds that I listen to on uh, or read on Instagram, and it's number one overall draft pick. One time was a, a koozie, or a, a, sorry, one a time. Koozie. I know, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a thinking koozie. of an Allen koozie. Uh, one time it was a goalie. And it was like, how many people went? <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. That was just funny. I know. But it was a Instagram feed, and this, um, it's they always pick like the number one pick, and then give you four or five that uh, are still playing or active players usually that were drafted below that person. And you're like, holy shit, Jamie Ben was one. He was undrafted, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. It, it's just insane. No, Jamie Ben was not undrafted. Fifth round. No, he he was a. Uh, I believe he was first round. I Ross is shaking his head at me like I'm wrong, but I yeah. could have swore that I've read something here. Yeah, Ross is gonna look it up. I'm gonna go ahead and try to remember my story. So, Boston traded somebody to someone and got a draft <laughs> pick. Okay, and then they turn around and traded that draft pick to Dallas. And then Dallas drafted Jamie Benn. So was, I don't remember what player was involved, but it was some like third pairing defenseman that they traded in order to you know, whatever. And they moved that draft pick to Dallas, and then Dallas drafted Jamie Benn. Ross, am I wrong? Maybe. What round did Jamie Benn get drafted in? Fifth round. Fifth round. Okay, Way so maybe it wasn't off. Jamie Benn. Way off. I just remember it was, I think it was last year's draft. Two, two NHLers went up there on stage to announce the, like a number one pick or a number three pick or something like that. And the other guys, because I think he was an early draft pick, turned to Jamie Benn and goes, you'd like to be up here at this time, or, like, be drafted this time, wouldn't you? Like, poking fun at him. And then they were like, oh, Jamie Benn was a fifth-round draft pick. And I just, I watched it on there, I was like, damn, that was a bad rib. Low low blow. No doubt. I don't think they were teammates, but they might have been friends. I I don't know. uh, Draft pick alert. T.Y. Hilton. Is off the board. Hey, Philip okay. Rivers is throwing to him this year. Sure. I don't he, think that's a terrible pick. He's my fourth receiver. Was, he's sure. my fourth receiver. And I don't know who is still available, but I'm not going to rip you for that pick. Thanks. Tyler, question. Answer. How many of those are you going to drop this year? How many players? I don't know. I like my team so far. I'm pretty confident in, in most of my picks. You know, Carson from Seattle. I have him in another league. I think he could be pretty solid. Uh, he's the one that's up in the air for me right now, but my receivers are stacked. T.Y. Hill, uh, <clears throat> Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams. Odell, and then I just picked up uh, T.Y. Hilton. So I'm pretty darn stacked at receiver. Second question. Do you give a rat's hooey about the bye weeks? No. No, I don't think I know how to manage them. Most people don't. I know how to manage them. Toot, toot, there goes my horn. I know what to do. Humble brag, yeah. Humble, humble brag. I I don't worry about the the bye weeks either. My theory is your team's probably going to look a lot different by the time that the Bye weeks. Absolutely. I, say I meant bye weeks. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I knew what you meant. Your team's going to look completely different. It's going to look a lot different by the Injuries time Injuries are going to happen. Roll. Exactly. So don't even. My problem, it's my turn to draft again. My problem is I always 
get fixated on that stupid bye week like while drafting. You're like, oh, I can't take this guy. He's got the same bye week. Or I have like 10, or not really. Okay, so if I have um, however many, let's say three or four 10-week, or week 10 buys. That's not a bad thing, though. I know, but then I, I think about that while drafting, but... When I'm in the middle of the season, it is nothing. I'm just like, oh, okay, sure. whatever, you know. Yeah. Just, but I get fixated on that in the draft specifically. Sure. God, there's so yeah, many I wouldn't players in this league. That. Like, I, I don't know what to do right well, yeah, now. Yeah, it's an eight-person league. And I, I'm drafting again, and this is the eighth round, and I'm thinking about going defense. Defense, yeah. I mean, sometimes you got to. Just because my team's stacked. Is that going to be the first defense? It will. That's why I hate doing it. Yeah. Tomorrow, Pittsburgh. Who are you going uh, with here? I, I wouldn't go with the defense. And then tight ends, you got Hunter Henry, Darren Walker, and Hayden Hurst left. Ooh, Hurst. It's early. I can get him later. Okay. I'm just gonna go. What about? I'm gonna throw a ripple effect here and take Baltimore and Uh, get everybody all hot and bothered and flustered. Good luck. Good luck. Baltimore's off the board. So trade rumors. Um. So I looked at a. I I just follow a couple Twitter feeds, Instagram on hockey stuff. It's a lot of fun. I mean, it's just rumors, so who knows? But it's fun to talk about. Yeah, Patrick Line. For the Winnipeg Jets. Tyler's boy. I Tyler. love that guy. Dude, where, just a guess. Where do you think he's going to end up? Where do I think he will end up? Tyler, he plays right wing, in yeah, case I you're wondering. He plays. Sure you do. I watched him when he came to St. Louis, and he scored five goals on us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. It was <laughs> Were you at that game? I was at that game. <laughs> I think I was at that game. You might have been at that well, game. And weren't you... Weren't you going against him in fantasy? No. Uh, no, you weren't. I don't know about that. No, Andrew was. That's a great Andrew question. was, because he always cried about that. Yeah, great question. No, um, where do I think he ends up as a right winger? I mean, he can play left, too, right? He can. Correct. He can, but he's more Correct. dominant. He's a nat- right, natural right, right winger. Uh, I'm going to say the St. Louis Blues. No. Um, <laughs> I, let's go. Nice. <laughs> I got to be honest, though. I don't want him. Let's go Montreal. Oh, Good. Is that a good guess? <laughs> he stole my guess. Holy oh, really? Cow. Yeah. I don't know. It's a random guess. I mean, I could see that. That's why I think Allen is in Montreal. They're trying to They're get make Winnipeg. Winnipeg, so they have a backup for Hellebuck. That's what you, I think. You think that. They're going to trade. Winnipeg's going to trade. Allen for, for Allen Line? to be a backup? Yeah. What I mean, why do. You, Montreal, do they need. They got Carey Price. Backup? Yeah. And then they have like a, a youngster. I don't know anything so why, about farms. What system. are they gearing up for? Why would they spend four point three five million on a backup when they're paying their number one dude ten point five million? That's a great question. Well, what's Gary Price's contract situation? Ten point five million. But I mean years. Oh, duration. Like seven years, six Left? years. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's playing, so he's thirty one or thirty two now. I think his contract goes until at least thirty six. Okay. I could be a couple years okay. off, but I mean, I got to be honest. I don't know what they're doing either. Um, I could, I could see a scenario in where he's. In Montreal, but I'm actually going to go with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Of course, hmm. that's a that's a hmm. that's a good one. I mean, it's a team that is always looking for offense, and here's a potential 50 goal scorer. You know that Winnipeg is looking to get rid a of a natural 50 goal scorer too. Like he doesn't need help in, in sure. my opinion. Like I mean, I think you have to have the assist. Obviously, you're not going to score a, a 50 unassisted goals, but he's just a natural sniper. I mean, he's just good. He's so streaky though. He is very streaky. He'll go like 25 games without a goal, and then he'll score 20 in five games. Like, I don't know him personally, um, but I think that he's going to be kind of snobby 
and not want to go to the Columbus. So because I don't know how that works on like, do they get an option of like, hey, I don't want to go here no, or if he has whatever. No trade if he has clause. no trade clause, right? Yeah. He's the RFA. Sure. I don't know how those work. Yeah. And he's on a bridge plan, so he's really but, cheap right now. But you know he could throw it out there a where very he... small, like five mil, five and a half mil, which is very sweet for this Allen trade. Right. He, this is where I think. He, he, I mean, he's a stud to where I think he could have a little pull where he says, or where he can say, I'm not going there. I think he can pull those strings. I, you hate to see it, but you know players do it all the time. I don't, they have to behind I don't the table. Know they if have to. He has that kind of clout, though. Mm, I, mean, I, I don't know. I don't like I said. I don't know him personally, but I think that if he is offered Columbus, he should jump on it because that is such a sweet little market that he could actually thrive in. Yeah, he's he, got he, defenders he, to back him up. If, There's some goalies there. It's like let him flourish. Right. It, that's what I was kind of getting at. It's like Columbus has the goalies. They they have. They have the defense. They have Tortorella, who is similar to Trotz, where he's got his guys disciplined, and they're just you know you're going to get 100 percent every night. They just kind of struggle with scoring. Panarin's gone. Insert line A. But here's the issue: I don't know him personally either, but I've kind of heard, like you said, he's kind of a baby back bitch. I don't think he will want wow. to play for Tortorella because Tortorella will eat his ass out. That's true. Yeah. He he will put him in his place. Like, yeah. hey, guess what? You don't want to produce? Ride pine, baby. Yeah, Tortorella yeah. is not afraid to do that. Didn't he do that to Cam Atkinson right after they gave him like $120 million or whatever it was? Some, I think he was he was a health bomb. He uh, was a healthy scratch. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> something just happened. I don't know if it, it wasn't Rorinsky. I think it was Josh Anderson, which is a, a young buck that they had. Mm-hmm. I think it was Josh. It, it I don't remember who it was now. Kind of a but poor man's Pat Maroon. It, <laughs> It was a it was a young player, and it was like all over Twitter that uh, Tortorello is just like chewing his ass out on the bench because he made some stupid play and cost them something. It was very minor, and just like chewing his ass out, and like he was getting all kinds of ridicule. Ridicule. The next night, the dude comes out and scores two goals or something. Yeah, yeah Tor- Torts. Yeah. will absolutely chew you up and spit you out, and you have to have the mentality. He's so old school. I, I love those type of coaches. He's so they old really school do. that, like, he'll, he'll, these are just stories I've heard. He will, you know, get in your face, demean you, whatever. Probably not acceptable by most people's standards these days. So, like I said, you cannot be soft and play for Tortorella. Yeah. You just cannot. But I do think that there is a chance that he ends up in Columbus. I like the, those are solid guesses. Draft pick alert. Not quite, but I do have a question for you guys. Oh. This league again. There's only eight players. I, I'm Shout thinking about Frank. pulling the pulling the trigger on a a tight end here because well everybody has one and I'm just I'm ready to pull the trigger. I don't really care. Hunter Henry, Darren Walker, Hayden Hurst, Rob Gronkowski. You know my pick, but it's too early for Rob. Okay. I mean everybody has a tight end. I literally could wait until the very last pick to pick a tight end. Maybe not the last, but yes, I nobody's totally gonna pick up t- a backup tight end. How many bench spots do you guys have? We have three. Bench oh, okay. Spots. Then no, probably not. So I could literally wait to the yeah. very last pick. Yeah, you probably could. But then, so should I go kicker here and be the first one? I mean, it's ninth round. No, no. Um, so you already have a backup. But I'm picking up what backup backup, backup quarterback in case in I case Jackson goes down. I always feel like a week. waste. Well, you never know. I mean, I could get Drew Brees. Hmm. Should I take him? Hmm. No comment. All right, Ross, where were we? So uh, uh, let us know when you make a pick here. The uh, second one that I heard some rumblings on is uh, Freddie Anderson of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, steady Freddie. Now this was not so steady Freddie. Now this was more of a directed to a team, 
So I'm going to, maybe you heard. Draft pick alert. I went ahead and just went with Marquise Brown, got that Lamar Jackson connection. There you go. Throw him on the bench, see what happens. You made Ross happy. (laughs) You got the quarterback-wide receiver combo. I like that combo. It's a good combo. Freddie Anderson. So, yeah, Freddie Anderson. I I saw that who the trade rumbles, so I wanted to know if you guys could guess or where do you think he might fit in. Freddie Anderson of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, I heard Carolina. Solid. You sent a message on this the other day. Okay, I wasn't sure if I did or not. And I half-ass read it. How do you honest. how do you feel about that though? I mean, they have Mrazek and Reimer, right? <laughs> you don't think he's a good fit? And no, nope. I think Carolina would be better off with what they're doing. Exactly. I, I, Freddie Anderson's just so inconsistent. Question. So inconsistent. Who's more inconsistent, Patrick Laine or Freddie Anderson? Who's more streaky? Honest to God, <laughs> they they're both. I I feel like they're identical. Like yeah, they're one and the same, That's but one plays goalie. And the other one is a skater. Freddie Anderson will go a week and a half where he gives up like one goal in five games. And then he'll give up eight in the next game. I don't want to throw it all on Freddie, but what do you think about the draft pick alert? So we're 10th round now. Nitty gritty. 10th out of the 12th round. I went ahead and went with a kicker. Greg Zerline. <laughs> kickers are going <laughs> off. The- Dude, my bench is stacked. Like, What am I supposed to do here? I don't. I don't know. I, it's been I, I, I draft my fifth running back. I don't want to do. That. I mean, I'm, I already have five wide receivers. We it's only have three been, bench spots. It's been eleven years since I've played in an <clears throat> eight-person league. It's hard. I yeah. And and so I literally I'm going to get a tight end because everybody else has one. I'm going to get it in the eleventh round and then hell I might wait till the twelfth round and just draft a tight end. I might just pick up another defense. Yeah, that's not a bad. I idea. think I'm going to. Or Drew Brees. What do you think? Uh, defense. Okay. So I don't want to put it all on Freddie Anderson. You know, is it maybe his defense that isn't there? I mean, they have one solid defender for that's the most quite, part. That's quite possible. Um, so I don't want to put all the blame on him, but I just don't see Carolina. Unless they're trying to get something for one of their goalies because they did well. Yeah, I don't know. I, to me, Reimer is Reimer's a lifetime backup. Mrazek has shown that he can be a starter. He had a, a couple good years in Detroit. Um, that got him a contract, I believe, in Philadelphia. Or maybe he was just traded. I'm not quite sure. Didn't work out in Philadelphia, but not many goalies do. But Mrazek has at least shown that he can be a number one, or at least a 1A, like Allen Elliott situation. Reimer, just to me, he's a lifetime backup. Okay, so we have a, a couple more notable RFAs and UFAs that I just wanted to throw out there just to get people thinking for the NHL. And then that should wrap it up on that. We have Alex Petrangelo, Braden Holtby, Taylor Hall, Stud. Corey Crawford, Boo. I mean, he actually, that could be a good fit in Toronto, maybe, if they let him go. And then Matt Murray, who's an RFA. They've come out, the Penguins uh, organization have come out and said, like, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do if we need to let one of them go because they have Jari to back them up. But I thought that was, uh, you know, notable stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, Petro, it looks like, with the Allen trade, it looks like he's probably going to end up in St. Louis. I'm giving this... 99% 99% chance that he's back. I think he loves it here. You know, he's from Toronto. I don't think he wants to play for Toronto just because that the media, the fan base, they're rabid. They're absolutely rabid. They they don't care if you're from there. I mean, look at Tavares. I mean, he's gotten shit for underperforming. You know, and he was like, oh yeah, I want to go to Toronto. Get me out of New York. Well, now look at you the Islanders. The Islanders are to a huge market. Yeah, yeah. The Islanders are doing better the without the biggest him. market. Absolutely, the biggest market in hockey. Um, you guys, do you guys feel the same that Petro probably coming back? I think he comes back. I mean, they, they're going to have the money for him. 
He's the captain. And he's going to get his statue. You think? Absolutely. He's almost the number one defenseman. Like, I mean, it does uh, help that he is captain. He's captain of the first ever Good point. Stanley Cup champion. The dude is getting a statue. So then when we're taking our kids to Scott Trade or Enterprise or Keel Center or Savis Center or the Checker Dome, Checker Dome yeah. when, you know, 25 years from now, right. we're going we're gonna to walk in front of that statue yeah. and we're going to say, this guy was a badass. He was pretty good. Yeah. He's getting a statue. You're right. In Toronto, I don't think that he... But he wouldn't have to be the captain. So, I mean, you're just kind of going there to... But I, I think I'm going to like 90%. Traffic alert. All right. I had to. I took Gronkowski. Yeah, love it. What round? In the 11th, 11th round. And there were so many more tight ends that love were available, it. but love I just it. don't care. The upside. Yeah, I don't the care. Upside about the upside with the 11th round pick. Yeah. I mean, he might not be the Gronk of old. I mean, but gonna, it's him and Brady. I'm going to beat Nick easily they're, in this they're league. They're brothers from another mother. I'll beat Frank easily. I'll beat Ky- I'll beat oh, everybody. Boy. Uh, oh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. He's not even the starter. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm even getting They some. might, but. It, they have a better tight end. I'm getting some messages Ross. here from Nick. I Damn love Gronkowski. I'm Ross. just saying. <laughs> Who's Suckers. quarterback in Tampa Bay? I understand. And whenever, never heard of her. Whenever Arians is like, "Oh, hey Tom, we're gonna start. Uh, what's his name? O.J. Howard instead of Gronk. You bet your bottom dollar, Gronk's gonna be like, "No, we're not. We're starting Gronk." And then Arians is gonna be like. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. Okay, we'll let you. Gronk, Gronk's going to be a beast. So my last pick is, just, I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there. Um, it's 12th round. My team's pretty well stacked. I mean, don't get me wrong, I probably have the best team. I think I'm just going to take a defense. I'll probably take Kansas City just for shits and Shits and grins, and grins yeah. huh? I mean, my team will, you know, roll through this league, so I'm good with it. Anyways. All right, well, I think that's just about it for the hockey, other than we have a live score update here. Avalanche and Stars tied at 1, 16 minutes left in the second, so this one should be interesting, fellas. Dallas wins, series over. Colorado wins Game 7 on Friday, I believe. Let's go, Avs. Let's go, Stars. Well, there's another sport that's being played as well on the hardwood. And our NBA correspondent, Tyler King, who just finished his NFL fantasy draft, fill us in on what's going on in the NBA playoffs. Yeah, boy. So uh, let's just dive right into it. First of all, last week, I asked you guys, Jamal Murray, Denver Nugget, Donovan Mitchell, Utah Jazz, they've been having the time of their life, I guess you could say, in this series. Went to game seven. Did you guys catch any of it last night? Ross? I did. I got to watch the... uh, Fourth quarter, I believe. Good. The best so, quarter. The best quarter. Best and it, quarter. It really was. It was. It was entertaining. Yeah. So game they seven. missed a lot of shots, guys. Well, that's that <laughs> leads me into the my point here. This final score was eighty to seventy eight last night. The uh, Nuggets and Jazz did not shoot the best. The Jazz shot thirty eight percent from the field, and the Nuggets shot thirty seven point three percent, which is a very low percentage in an NBA game. Typically, they're in the high forties, sometimes even low fifties, but. Last night, Donovan Mitchell did have the opportunity because the Nuggets did not kill the ball at the end of the game. Made no sense to me whatsoever. You're up two. Why would you not kill the clock? They tried to shoot. Missed. Jazz got the rebound. Brought it down the court. Donovan Mitchell shot an attempted game winner and missed. Mm -hmm. Felt horrible for the guy. But 
Jamal Murray was a little quiet last night. He only had 17 points. If you guys remember, he had two monster games with zero turnovers earlier in the series. But Nikolai Djokovic, or Joker, Jokic, I should say, the Joker, he did have 30 points last night. Best Serbian in the league, in my opinion. So, I was actually Can you wondering. name another Serbian? <sighs> Great question off the top of my head. Djokovic. I, I can't. No, if I, can't I thought Djokovic. about it. Serbian. Uh, the guy from Indiana, drawn a blank. To be he, fair, he's Serbian NBA player, right? Drew, or not Ilgauskas. Uh, uh, what his dad played in the league? Yeah, what the Sabonis. Hell is his name? Yeah, yeah. Arvi, Demo- the seed of Arvidas Sabonis. Right. Yes. Hey, What's Sabonis. his son's name? Devonta, Devantes, Demontes, Sabonis. Yeah, Demontes Sabonis. Yeah. I believe they're Latvian. Latvian. That was the only other guy I could think of. Anyways. Uh, some games tonight. Well, first of all, we'll just go with the first live game. The Heat and the Bucks are live right now. The Heat currently lead the Bucks 110 to 102. They currently have a one to nothing series lead on the number one seed, Giannis and the Bucks. They they have two minutes left in the fourth quarter. They have a chance to go up 2-0 in the series. Ross, you texted me the other night. I love the text. You said Jimmy was on fire. Jimmy Jim, Buckets. Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Buckets. So Buckets. I take it you either were watching the game or you were looking at the stats. What what was it? I caught the last little bit of it, and they were going up to like the uh, after game, like the gotcha. stuff, and gotcha. that's what they were all saying. It was like Jimmy Buckets, and I caught a couple Twitter uh, feeds on them. Man, it was I, just I don't know. It was in a, it was in. I didn't get to watch any of that game though. I, but, I'm, uh, I'm pulling for my. You know, I think it would be neat to see them uh, and the Celtics. In the uh, Eastern Conference sim or uh, finals, I guess you could say. But before we get to that, uh, another game that's happening tonight: the Rockets and Drew's favorite player, Chris Paul, and his OKC Thunder have a game seven tonight at 8 p.m. You guys probably didn't catch game uh, six, but it was an entertaining one at the end of the game. Chris Paul was standing at the free throw line, staring down James Harden with his back turned against the basket. Harden was asked after the game, what did he make of that? And he his comment was, I don't know what you're talking about. So no, no love loss there. Well, yeah, Chris Paul used to play with the Rockets, and they had a little bit of beef, and that was why uh, in essence, he got traded for Russell Westbrook uh, for the Thunder. So okay. game seven tonight, 8 p.m., that should be a fun one. Um, I've, I've touched on the Heat and the Bucks game two today. Um, that one is almost final, a little more live update, 111 to 102. Heat are currently winning with a little under two minutes left to play. The defending champions, Toronto Raptors, are currently down two games to nothing to the Boston Celtics. That's also been a fun series to watch. Jason Tatum has been playing out of his mind, as usual. Um, Very back and forth. You guys probably haven't watched this one. But, uh, yeah, the Raptors. How do you guys think about them being down 2-0 to the Celtics? Drew, do you have any insight into that? Uh, I don't don't follow the NBA, so... Most people know that, so take this with a grain of salt. But uh, the Celtics just seem like a more well-rounded or deep team. Um, I think that's a good way to put it. So, and they won last night, right? Right. They're up two zero. Yep. And they won one hundred and two to ninety nine. Like I said, it was back and forth. So one zero two ninety nine. One zero two ninety nine. Okay. The first game they won one twelve. Who would you consider their best player? Boston. On the, on the Celtics, Jason Tatum. I mean, they have Kemba Walker. Right. Okay, so and then uh, that's what I was going to say. Kemba Walker was like 1 for 13 at one point in this game. In game two? Yes. Uh, Last night. Yeah, I can almost guarantee you because I was talking to Leslie, and he had him in a DraftKings lineup. I mean, he finished with 17 points last night. He shot 6 for 18. So he might have hit his last five shots. 
Very well could have. Anyways, carry on. Uh, I think Boston's deep. They are. I mean, Marcus Smart, one of the best defensive players in the league. Um, You know, Jalen Brown, he does it on both ends of the court, scored 16 points last night. But like I said, Jason Tatum taking over, scored 34 points for the uh, Celtics last night. Um, Pascal Siakam, he's been a little quiet for the Raptors. He only had 17 last night. Fred Van Liet, he's really stepped up to the plate since Kawhi left. From? Fred Van Liet. Ooh, you might have me on this one. I have no idea. You might. Hold on. Wait, before I look, it? before I look, it is an Ohio Valley Conference team. Wrong. No? This would be a great trivia question because I'm having a heck of a time with this one. He played on a small school you team. You want me to just tell you? Please. Wichita State. Ah, Missouri Shockers. Valley Conference. Yep. Why did I say Ohio Valley? Idiot. Uh, wow, you got me, man. Thank you. Sorry to interrupt. Colorado goes up 2-1. Kale McCarr, it looks like. Dude. Oh, yep. Just Young roofs stud. it. We got 12 minutes left in the second period. Colorado up 2-1. Yep, I'm thinking there's going to be a game seven. Back to basketball, awesome. Tyler. Awesome. Well, anyways, that, that was wrapping up the, the Celtics and the Raptors. The, you know, the 2-0 series lead for the Celtics. Pretty fired up for that. Um, looking at to the next round, the Western Conference semifinals, you're going to have the Clippers and the Nuggets. I think that's going to be a pretty good matchup. you got Jamal Murray, like I said, who's been hot. Playoff P, Paul George for the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. He's finally coming around. Then you got Kawhi Leonard, who top five NBA player. Should be a good series. Then you're going to have the Lakers. Um, they either get the Rockets or Thunder. We'll find that out tonight. I don't know who they would rather have. I, I think they would rather face the Thunder in that series because James Harden, Russell Westbrook, they're offensive threats. The Lakers don't necessarily play a lot of defense. Um, they do have some big guys that can block the shots, but – that's... If I'm the Lakers, I want the Thunder. But again, grain of salt. Um, yeah, Westbrook, Harden. To me, those are two guys that can take over at least a game, if not a series. Uh, you know, if Harden gets if he gets hot, the dude could knock down copious amounts of three pointers. Right. right. There's that word again. I like that. So looking at this, we had talked about this last week. Ross mentioned, should we do predictions? Going forward here Go, in the NBA playoffs? Going forward, I mean, we already have two series started in the Eastern Conference, obviously with the, the Heat and the Bucks and the Celtics and the Raptors. Let's do it. We yeah. have no games in the Western Conference. Um, Let's do it so do you right now. Dive, dive into it. Do you want to just start with the Eastern Conference, even though yeah. we, we, we know what's happening? Yeah. Okay, so let's start with the Basically Heat. Basically, we're getting our Final Four. Is this what we're giving? Uh, yeah, we're going to okay. do fi- fi- our final four picks. So you got two from the East, two from the West. Again, we already know that the uh, well, the Heat, first of all, they're getting – ooh, the Bucks are coming back. It's 113 to 107 with 43 seconds left here in game two. No chance. Does so, Reggie Miller play for the Bucks? No, he does not. No chance. No chance. But we're, let's go ahead and start with the Heat and Bucks. Again, 1-0 series lead. Could be 2-0 series lead. Drew, who do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with, with the Heat. I am – and I don't really know why, but I think some of it stems to what's going on in Wisconsin. I feel like the Bucks are distracted. Yeah. And I feel like the restart, they haven't really looked that crisp, that, that finely tuned. Jimmy Buckets is hungry. He is. He wants it. I'm going with the Heat. All right, Ross, who do you got? I'm not sure if I want to swap, but I do enjoy watching. Let's hear it. Who you got? Uh, I'll go with Miami. I'm going to change it. There we go. Yeah. I'm going to go against my... Overall. Yeah, I like that. 
Um, I said originally Bucks, Lakers, Finals. I have to stick with my guns. Okay. I want the Heat to win, though. Um, I, I, I'm I like you. I, yeah. I enjoy watching them play. Jimmy Butler is entertaining. Oh, he's actually doing well down there. I enjoy watching Jimmy Butler play. I, I think he's a solid player. I think he's found his niche. I think he's found his market. He hasn't been a distraction like he has on other teams. But I have to stick with the Bucks. Next series, let's go ahead and jump to the Celtics and Raptors. Ross, who do you got on that one? Celtics. Okay, Drew? Celtics. And we're going to make it three for three. I am also picking the Celtics. Even though they do have a two-game series lead, I would have picked them to start the series because, like Drew said earlier, I think the Celtics are a little deeper team. Starting in the Western Conference here, we have the Clippers and Nuggets. Drew, who you got on that one? I'm going to go with the Clippers. Okay. I don't really have anything other than, you know, PG-13 and... Uh, Kawhi. Kawhi, yep. Yeah. Uh, Ross? Man, I want the Nuggets to win, but I don't think they can do it. So I'm going to go with the... Uh, Clippers. I also am going with the Clippers. I I think it would be entertaining to watch the Nuggets in the finals for against the Lakers because that's what's going to happen. But I think going to seven games, a grueling seven games with the Utah Jazz is probably taking it out of them. Again, you saw Jamal Murray fall off last night. Not saying he's going to in the next series, but I am going to take the Clippers and their firepower. I'm actually going to flip flop. Okay, Nuggets. All right, because we picked the other two. Well, that helped, but MPJ. MPJ. He's playing like he did at Mizzou. He's playing a little better than he did at Mizzou. He's actually <laughs> playing. Yes. So last series, obviously we don't know the answer to that one yet, uh, who's going to be in the semifinals, but it's going to be the Lakers against the Rockets or the Thunder. Drew, he got. First well, of all, who's going to win game I'm, seven I'm gonna tonight? Take, I'm going to take my Thunder. Okay. I, you know, I joke about Chris Paul being a bitch. Uh, your exact words, punk. Punk, sure. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Thunder in game seven. Okay. I am. And then Lakers versus Thunder, who you got? Lakers. Good choice, Ross. I'm going to take Rockets. Rockets. Perfect. Rockets to beat the Thunder, and then the Rockets to beat the Lakers. Good choice, but uh, I'm going to have to go against you. I will pick the Rockets to win Game 7 tonight. I think James Harden and Russell Westbrook are too much for Drew's favorite player, Chris Paul. But I think the Lakers will pull that off and ultimately go to the finals. And that is enough NBA talk for us tonight, minus... The Heat and Bucks are now 113-109 with 10 seconds left, so it could be something interesting brewing there. It could be. But real quick, Drew, Tyler and I gave the NBA championship pick. You haven't actually given a overall pick. He hasn't. Uh, You wanted him to go to all game sevens. Oh, I did say that. That was my (laughs) prediction. Yeah, I wanted every series to go to game seven. So who who would you ultimate? Mine is no longer, but... All right. Oh, that's... I also said that, yes, whenever it gets closer to the finals, then I will give my prediction. Is it close enough? Time is is fitting. It's close close enough, enough, I guess. It's about time. Shit or get off the pot. I'm going to go with uh, the Thunder out of the West. Okay. And Shout out Chris Paul. We just gave one, if, so you don't have to if you don't want to. Oh, I was just going to say yeah. my teams that are in the finals. Okay, go so I'm going to go with Thunder, and then who do we have in the East? We have Vaughn. Toronto, Toronto, Miami, Milwaukee. Okay, Boston and OKC. And who do you got winning it? OKC. Nice. Can't wait till Chris Paul gets on the show. Hey, one <laughs> thing I forgot to touch on, guys. It was a big topic last week was the boycotts. It only lasted one day. How about that? It, it accomplished a lot. That's all I got to say. It was one day. Moving Right Moving along. right along to some uh, MLB. Major League Baseball. Yeah. It's heating up, folks. So we had the trade deadline. It came and gone. For me, this year wasn't too exciting. I mean, again, we had a very small sample size for a lot of teams. But I wanted to touch on some of the acquisitions for each team. 
uh, that that happened on Monday and then yesterday. So some of the uh, the trades that went down, Padres, they look like they're scheming and they want to uh, do some damage this year. They acquired Mike Clevenger from the Indians yesterday and our old favorite boy closer guy, Trevor Rosenthal from the Royals. Yep. How they, about that? They're, they're in it to win it. I'd say. No doubt. Um, some of these other names, they, they're not going to jump off the board for you, but the Marlins acquired Starlin Marte from the Diamondbacks. And I don't really... I don't remember him don't, going there from get, Pittsburgh. I don't get that move, though. Well, that was last year or this year. I can't remember. Well, so it was for salary cap reasons. Right. But, I mean, the Marlins and Diamondbacks are not any good. No. So I, I don't know what kind of move that was. Yeah. Probably salary, like yeah. you said. Uh, another trade that happened, the Blue Jays acquired Robbie Ray. I don't know if you know much about Robbie Ray, but kind of interesting fact about him, he was the second fastest to 800 strikeouts behind a guy named Frank Tanana. So, little fun fact about Robbie Ray. He likes to strike out a lot of guys. He is a a damn good pitcher. Um, Fun to watch. Has a hell of a fastball. And another one I want to touch on is the Cubs acquired Mm. uh, an old boy from St. Louis that we like to pull for, Jose Martinez. Yep. And they also uh, stacked up with Cameron Maben as outfielder. So So, that move, it makes a ton of sense. In 2020, because there's a DH. Right. If this was a normal year... Doesn't make any sense. He's not getting traded to right. Chicago. Makes zero sense. Um, yeah, so that's all I got to say about that. But yeah, wish wish the dude well. Right. He absolutely raked when he was with St. Louis. So. Just hope he strikes out when he plays us every time. Yeah, exactly. Some other big... Uh, well, I shouldn't say really big news, but there was a lot of scoring going on last night. Yes, in there majors. was. Uh, in Denver... Last night, Alex Dickerson had three home runs among his five hits, and he added uh, excuse me six RBIs. I was going to say five, but he had six. Brandon Crawford and Donovan Solano also drove in six runs each to lead the Giants from San Francisco to a twenty-three to five win over the Colorado Rockies. Twenty-three to five. That's so, a lot. So here, let me let me tell a little story. Um, so last night I follow this guy on Twitter. Actually, consider him a friend. He's we've uh, we've chatted back and forth quite a bit but he's a professional gambler okay and he threw out a free pick you know he does that every so often out of the kindness of his heart so you took him up on that i did and it was a live it was a live bet okay it was san francisco colorado under 15 and a half for the total live pick live yeah so the game has already started it was like what was the score it was like eight to two or something or ten to two at that you remember what ending it was Mm, fifth maybe okay okay anyways it was like 10 to 2 and i'm like okay this guy he's pretty he's pretty damn good so i took him up on it a minute after i submitted the pick i'd already lost (laughs) they scored three more runs and the pick was over so i'm like son of a bitch and this is one of the one of the cardinal sins when it comes to investing in sports you don't chase losses right what did i do Chased one. I chased a loss, so yeah. I took the live. I took the live under after that, which was I think it was twenty and a half. Oh no! It was like fifteen minutes later. And you lost. That I one. lost that. So how much did you lose? No, it gets better. Oh no, you did it again. Wow. So it gets to the eighth inning. Third time's a charm. It gets to the eighth inning, and I tripled up on the over twenty-seven. Good work. They scored the final run in the ninth inning. Good work for twenty-eight. And all is good in the world again. But yeah, that was just my so, little experience last night with that. So when you say you tripled up, would that mean that you were like 
so I did ten dollars on the initial. Oh, okay, okay. And then I did ten dollars on my chaser. I got you. And then I did what was it? Uh, f- I think thirty or forty on the on third. the over. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so I, you won. I, yeah, I ended up winning, but I failed on the under fifteen and a half. I failed on the under twenty and oh, a half. Twenty eight. That was the magic wow. number. Well, speaking of another. So hold on. While while we're talking about this game, on uh, the Giants are the first team since the RBI became official in 1920 to have three players with six RBIs in a single game. I did hear that. I did hear that. That's impressive. I, I thought that was big. Fun fact Absolutely. of the day. Ross will have more of that Oh, later. yeah, we'll have more. But I actually have more to add. Sorry to interrupt, Tyler. Oh, you're about, good. About Alexander Ross Dickerson, nickname Grandpa. <laughs> Absolutely. Where does he come up with this? <laughs> Not even joking. His nickname is Grandpa. So he was a unanimous all-selection Big Ten player when he was with the University of Indiana in 2010, I believe. Fun fact. So you said he had three home runs. He did. And six RBIs. He did, among his five hits. His other two hits were doubles, which makes him the 15th player all time to have five extra base hits in the same game. Wow. Now that is a cool stat. Impressive, boys. I'm proud of you. We did our homework. I'd say. I'd say. Well, while you were doing your homework, did, were you watching the Cardinal game last night? Woo! Oh, I was not. No. Oh, okay. Well, Brad Miller homered twice, and he recorded a career-high seven RBIs. As St. Louis didn't allow. Sonny Gray. I spoke about Sonny Gray last week. He's made the pod twice now. You know, I talked about him I last week. I have something to add uh, about that. Go Trevor ahead. Bauer. But anyways, he didn't allow Sonny Gray to make it out of the first inning in the route of the host Cincinnati Reds. Cardinals won 16-2. to Miller and Colton Wong each had four of the Cardinals' 23 hits. Wow. Yeah, 23 en route to their highest scoring contest since a 17-4 win against the Pittsburgh Pirates on May 9th of last year of 2019. Uh, St. Louis scored six times in the first inning off Sonny Gray, who entered the game with a very impressive 1.94 ERA, but he did allow five hits and walk three of the ten batters he faced over 38 pitches in a career low two-thirds of an inning as a starter. So they stomped him into the ground last night. Hey, I want to hear your fun fact about yes, Sonny Gray. Yes, they did. Well, first of all, I want to add that Brad Miller has a home run again tonight. Good. Yeah, I like to see that. It's 3-3. Three to three. I forgot to check the inning. I think the eighth. So, yes, Sonny Gray, like you said, absolutely pounded him in the dirt last night. His previous four starts against the Cardinals. Oh, boy. The hey, Heat and yeah, Bucks are going to overtime. I told you something One. interesting Reggie was going to happen Miller's there. playing for he the Bucks. Mu- he must be. He has to be. Must be. Anyways. Back to Sonny Gray. Pounded in the dirt last night. His previous four starts against the Cardinals, he had surrendered four earned runs. Wow. And four starts. Wow. His record was only one in three in those games. But how many did he give up last night? Did you say uh, eight or nine? How many runs yeah, did he runs. give up in the in the first inning? Well, yeah, he didn't make it out of the first. No. Uh, so historically good against the Cardinals, and they destroyed him last night. Right. No, he allowed five hits and walked three of the first ten batters. Ooh. So that's what he did last night. There you night go. That's all night. I had. Good stuff there, Drew. Thanks for adding to the Major League Baseball talk. But we got something new we're going to try with a new topic. And Ross is going to touch a little bit on some tennis. Yeah, so the U.S. Open started Monday, I think, Monday or Tuesday. And I, I thought I'd pick it up. I was going to watch it. And I think he started yesterday. But anyway, I, I'm not much into tennis, but I'm going to try to watch it some more. It was very entertaining to watch. I only got to watch one game. Andy Murray came back for his first match since 2017 wow three years yeah he had hip surgery yeah i think he had two hip surgeries wow. i'm not positive wow but so the first two sets that he went out there and played 
it was a struggle to watch, and he ended up losing the first two, and then he came back and won the next three. It was impressive. It was really good. I uh, I actually enjoyed it, and then I watched a little bit of the women's singles tonight. I, I forgot her name. I heard She's Venus lost. Or, no, sorry, Serena. 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 Yeah, no, no, like, no, Venus. No, I think it's Serena. Oh, no, and, Venus and, lost. Andy Murray played a, a guy from Japan, Nishikao. Nishikao. They, they play. Nishikao. Yeah. How many? Okay, so how many? Is it like 128? guys that start in this tournament it's crazy amount I, it's I a ton i didn't i didn't get to watch but the the little charts that they keep throwing up i'm like where are they getting all these names there's so a lot of people here it's it's really fun to watch actually i'm guessing joker Djokovic is the top seed oh yeah number he, one he played uh today he did or tonight he played, he played monday too he did. Oh, he did he killed it yeah lost his first so, set yeah he lost the first and then set. won three straight yeah. Okay, so well he's then moving this, on. This stat is not going to be fun anymore. Oh, go ahead and say it anyways. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear it. Uh, prior to today, in 2020, Djokovic has a 24 and 0 start, including 24 on hard, 10 on tie breaks, seven versus top tens, three on top tens, three and 0 in finals, and six and 0 deciding sets. Impressive. Is yeah. he the one seed? Yeah, he is. Okay. In 2011, he did. He was 41 and 0. Wow. That's impressive. Uh, Roger Federer? No, he's, he's not in it. He's not, not in it. In it. He's okay. not in it, and neither is Nadal. Nadal's? Yeah. Oh, but but look out for Nagal no, from, but the other guy, from India. That, team? Uh, yeah. He's team. apparently a solid player. Well, he's number two. Well, I would yeah. hope so. He's the second seed. I didn't see that Medvedev. at the time, but I got to watch him a, a little bit to play. It's just it's been a while Medvedev. since I've... I haven't followed my team. These kids are all young. I do like the the majors though, and this is the U.S. Open. Yeah, here. that's played, why I wanted played to watch in it. New York on hard surface. Mm-hmm. Not as Arthur, awesome as the Wimbledon, but Arthur Ashe, I believe. Mm-hmm. Arthur, Arthur yep. Ashe. I believe you are correct. It's a. Uh, I, I don't know. It's fun to watch. I do like it. So who uh, who are your pick? Or who's your pick or picks to at least make some noise? One, I don't know how to sail, but well, this should be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so my picks are, I think I'm going to go with theme. He's third overall. Okay. I think you're Djokovic. S- I'm going to have to go with that one. Your safe bet is to go with Djokovic. Yeah. What about, oh, Andy Murray's not even ranked. No, this is his first well, one back. He's been off for three yeah. years. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting so landscape. I, I thought it was, I thought I'd go with him and then I thought maybe an American, well, but I well, didn't Ross, see any ranked American. Why don't you report back to us? Okay. On how that goes. Yeah. Cause this, Do- it's going to go on for like, is it, when is it going to end? Monday? Is that the final? I have Sunday, I don't probably I don't Sunday. No, if we have that many players, yeah, there's no way they're yeah, in on Monday. They just started on like Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Well, report back to us with yeah, some keep tennis us findings. Get that, us back up yeah. to date on tennis and what's going on it's, in tennis, it's, and it's fun. We'll go from there. Cardinals lost four three. All right. Well, moving right along from tennis to the PGA Tour. Did you guys catch any of the BMW Championship? No, Any I was. Of it. Uh, I was. Was it this past weekend? It was. Yeah, I was on a river with you guys. That's true. And I was in a house with no reception. Yeah, we lost internet. That was. So I did not catch anything. That was rough. I didn't either. Did you watch it Sunday? No. Okay. But I did watch the highlights, and basically what it boiled down to: Dustin Johnson sinks a forty-three footer, wicked, wicked s curve in the putt to force a playoff. No. Yeah. Oh, oh that's and you, awesome. you should have seen this thing. If you guys haven't seen it. Again, do yourselves a favor and look up this putt. Was well, he doing lines of coke right after that? For so I, so I mean, excited? but it was just to force the playoff. Oh, it wasn't okay. to win it. So, anyways, it's him and and uh, John Rom Spaniard. They go to the playoff on the first playoff hole. John Rom says, "Hold my beer." Oh boy! Sinks a sixty-six <laughs> footer. Why didn't I hear about to this? win it? No. And again, it was 
it was hard right to left. It wasn't the S curve that that DJ did, but a hard right to left. I can't even like if it was me that had to make that putt or if I'm up there attempting to make that putt, it's probably not even going to end up on the green. <laughs> 66 feet hard left to right sinks it to win it. So if you guys aren't familiar and I'm just kind of catching up with uh, how this works myself, we have uh Westoff and Leslie that are kind of filling me in on what's going on. But so uh, the tour championship, it's a, it's a series of tournaments and basically you get to the final one, which they're, you know, it's the FedEx cup. That's mm-hmm. what they're going after. Right. And that's this weekend. The tour championships this weekend. So you play, I don't know how many tournaments it is, but your standings carry over to the next tournaments. And so this weekend, uh, tour championship at east lake which by the way i did have the pleasure of playing 18 holes at east lake last night i was with leslie and he you know we had a 6 15 tea time and he yep. says you want to play east lake and i'm like okay sure so we we put on our headsets we hopped on a virtual plane did you have charged up batteries yes i did yeah so yep. next thing you know we're teeing off hole one at east lake and i gotta tell you it's a hell of a track they got down there narrow fairways it's going to be interesting this weekend. Good. And there's a couple holes to look for. 11, depending on the pin location. You got a bunker guard in the green. And on 15, it's a peninsula style green. So surrounded by water. Um, DJ is the favorite. Uh, and he goes into the tournament with a. He starts minus 10, yeah. which I didn't realize that's how that worked. Right. John Rahm, I believe, is 8 under. JT, 7. Where's Brooks at? Is he playing? Uh, I don't think Brooks is in. Hmm. If I'm not mistaken, I don't think Brooks is in. Uh, Webb Simpson is a guy that uh, a lot of people are high on. Apparently, he's pretty good at this course. And then you have Colin Morikawa, who won, Just the, won. Yeah, the PGA mm-hmm. uh, here recently. And uh, interestingly enough, put the mortgage on it. Oh boy. Put the house on this oh one. Oh, boy. Let's hear it. So there's a, a matchup bet, and you can take... Uh, Rory McIlroy or Bryson DeChambeau. It's just a matchup. So they don't have to win the tournament. They don't have to do anything like mm-hmm. that. They just have to beat each Why other. Right. Rory's wife is expecting this weekend. And he's already said that he will drop everything. If she gives birth? Yes. Yeah. So Bryson DeChambeau. I'm betting Rory. Oh, oh. so you think that, that I mean, I'm, of course just, you I'm just telling you. Let's do a big George Washington on it, me and you. A big George Let's Washington. Do it. Let's okay. do it. I'm talking about like, a, but anyway, so I think it should be it should be fun to watch. I will be tuning in at least on Monday because it's Labor Day Monday. Sure. So tournament starts Friday. Normally tournaments start Thursday. I'm tuning in on Monday to see how I, this one turns out. I like out. that bet. I'm going Rory. What a story. I mean, come on. What? You think? Oh, he's got to beat one guy. Oh, I know. What if he wins the whole thing? All this but but if his wife gives nah, birth, he's... Then he's just gonna pack up his bags and leave. Nah. He's he's and made he it clear. Outed himself. He's like, made it clear she... that he'll leave in the middle of a round. All right, George Washington on it. Let's do it. Fine, George Washington. I did have one thing to add. The winner walks away with fifteen million dollars. Fifteen or fifty? Fifteen. Okay. Yes. So not fifty, but still a shit ton of money. Sure. It's a lot of money. So imagine being on the 18th green, tied, or down a stroke, up a stroke, whatever. Tiger. It's Tiger Woods 04. Exactly. You're going to have the doo-doom, doo-doom, doo-doom. Mm-hmm. One putt could win you 15. That's insane. Second place gets five, I believe. So you're talking about a $10 million putt. putt. <laughs> Potentially on hole 18. So I'm looking forward to it. Wow. Yeah. 
Potentially. I mean, but that's, that's a lot of money. Exactly. A ten million dollar putt. So right. my my question to you is How'd you shoot last night? Oh, yeah. So that's a good question. So on the front nine, we were playing skins. I think we were doing 100 a hole. I, I pretty much cleaned house on the front nine. And then we get to the back, and I don't know what happened. I don't know if he started getting into a groove or whatever. He absolutely annihilated me. I didn't win a single hole on the back. So we tied one. So I think I walked away with $10 or something yeah. on the back. But it was it was pretty even. Did you shoot under par? Yeah, I believe we both shot under par. Good. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. Good round of golf. Yeah, excellent golf course. So I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, it's a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to play there, and so I just I had to take advantage of it. Right. Well, you know what I'm looking forward to? What's that? Trivia. Trivia. Oh, yeah. Who am I taking down this week? Oh, baby. Ross, what do you got? It's Drew versus Tyler. Drew is on a a win streak here. See if he can keep her going. So Drew's listed at 2-0-1. I'm one and one, and Ross, you're oh two and one. So yeah. I got to dethrone him. Yeah. Now we're going with five questions tonight, right? Yeah, we're gonna go with five. All right. We've had a lot of feedback on this, and a lot of recommendations that we need to bump this up to five. And I think that's, I think it's the right thing to do. I think so too. All right. Who wants? Well, Drew, it's Drew's pick. He is technically big man on campus here. So okay. So it's he's uh, got the T so, box. So number, will. so number five is going to be the speed round now. Yes. Okay. Does that change your strategy? Um, Are you still rolling with the Bill Belichick? Yep, I'm going to defer. Okay. Time All right. Here we go. All right. This is in a U.S. Olympic question. Okay. Are we, are we doing same rules apply that I, if you don't want the multiple choice? If you answer cor- like right off the bat yeah. and get it right, okay, that's two points. We have a U.S. Olympic question. Michael Phelps, an American swimmer who has 23 gold medals, which is a record for the most gold medals ever won by a single athlete. Mark Spitz and Carl Lewis are the next closest in total gold medal count. How many do each of them have? You said Phelps has how many? 23. Okay. And how many each do they have? And they're the gold. next closest. They're next the next gold closest. medals. Okay. So yeah. are we adding them together or they're, they have the same they amount? Eat, yes, exactly. They have the same amount. Yep. Um, go ahead and give me the multiple choice because I have no idea. A, 9. B, 11. C, 13. D, 15. And Phelps has 23? Correct. I'm going to go with 13 as my answer. That is incorrect. Drew. Um, what are the options again? A, 9. B, 11. C, 13. D, 15. I'm going to go with 15. Also incorrect. Good. Okay. Save her for the tiebreaker. Okay. If we need it. Right. All right. So then that means moving on to number two and Drew is up. Which of these tennis players has the most consecutive U.S. Open wins in the Open era, meaning 1968 to current. Oh, okay. Which, so I can answer without the choices. That's correct. Okay. Oh, man. U.S. Open. <sighs> yeah, g- give me the choices. Okay. A, John McEnroe. B, Roger Federer. C, Novak Djokovic. D, Jimmy Connors. Um. I'm going to go with the Joker. That is incorrect. Tyler. Hmm. So we have McEnroe, we have Federer, mm-hmm. and we have Connors. Yep. I am going to go with Federer. Fantastic. That is correct. Yeah, mm. baby. That's what I'm talking so about. the answer is Roger Federer winning five in a row, 2004 to 2008. I like it. All right. Tyler, number three. Let's get it. Who was the first NHL team to win back-to-back Stanley Cups? I'm going to try to close the door on this without oh. multiple-choice questions. 
or answers. Feeling ballsy here. Let's go to the Canadians. That is incorrect. Okay. Well, I, I shot I shot in the dark there. Yeah, I'm going to need the choices. That was one of the. Yeah. So they've won a lot. <clears throat> All right. A. New York Rangers. B. Ottawa Senators. C. The Vancouver Millionaires. D. Montreal Canadiens. I'm gonna go with the Ottawa Senators. That is correct. All right. Tie ball game. Hey, I had to take a risk. Woo! You got to dethrone what the king like somehow. 18, 18, and 18, 19. <laughs> Uh, like 1920. Oh, sorry, 19. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I, I that's what I meant. Num- Drew, number four. How many times has Rafael Nadal won the French Open? I'm I'm gonna need the I'm gonna need the choices. This makes me feel good, by the way, that you've had to have the choices. For well, it's part. tennis. I hey, I like I like, it. I like it. I'm not knocking yeah, it. I'm not locking it. We had but a freaking wrestling question. You shut up over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, A, 8, B, 11, C, 12, D, 9. I'm going to go with 11. Incorrect. Whew. I am going to go with 12. That is correct. Yeah. Two to one, Tyler. Now, I could close this out right here because we still have to read question one as a tiebreaker. That is true. If we need it. Yep. But if I, if right, I get this. Right. Yep. And we only get one one answer. Well, we shout it out, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Number five, the speed round. What school has produced the most pro football Hall of Famers? Miami. Incorrect. Ohio State. Both incorrect. Oh. Let's go with the choices. A, Michigan. B, Notre Dame. C, Ohio State. D, USC. USC. Incorrect. Gosh. So I get, a, I get a chance to answer this. You have a 50-50. Uh, it's either Michigan or Notre Dame. Yeah. I'm going to say Michigan. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. Notre Dame? So, really? so now we go to a tiebreaker? Yeah, we yeah which we still have. Uh, so Notre Dame is the answer with 44. And here are the, how it flows. So we have Notre Dame of 44. They all, are, like, they all have a certain amount, so yeah. then I just put them in an yeah. order. So here's the answer. Notre Dame with 44. USC with 30, Michigan with 25, Ohio State with 23. Huh. Interesting. So we're, okay. back, we're back to question one. All right. Since you both got it wrong, this week's winner, Tyler. Congrats, Take some down. Thank you. Congrats. Thank you. Take some down. But, hey, we need to go back to question one. Okay. Yes. All right. I'll reread it. So the U.S. Olympic question. Michael Phelps, an American swimmer who has 23 gold medals, which is a record for the most gold medals ever won by a single athlete. Mark Spitz and Carl Lewis are the next closest in total gold medal count. How many do each of them have? The answer is nine. Nine. Okay. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's impressive that's, that he has that many more than yeah. those guys. Two of the three are swimmers. Yeah, yep. I yeah. can see that. So you got a, a fun fact for us today? I do. Sports fun fact of the day. In 1962, St. Louis Cardinals first baseman Stan Musial records his 3,516th hit which puts him into second place behind Ty Cobb on the all-time MLB list. Stay in the man. Stay in the man. Great fact there, Ross. I actually read that, too. Did you? I did, yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, we would be, uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention uh, the late, great John Thompson. He passed away a few days ago. Um, I'm not a big basketball guy, 
but uh, he was he was a household name. He won three championships with the Celtics. Or yeah, with the Celtics in the '60s as a, a center, I believe. Most of us remember him. He won the uh, national championship with the Georgetown Hoyas in 1984. Allen Iverson actually had a uh, a great post about him, and uh, yeah. So it's just it's life. These things happen, and you know we wish the best to the family. And like I said, we'd be remiss if we didn't bring it up. You guys have anything to add? Yeah, great mentor. You know, for Dikembe Mutombo, Patrick Ewing. Yeah, got my towel on my shoulder here, I'm reminiscing about him. But yeah, and yeah, like you said, Allen Iverson. I mean, he in his Hall of Fame speech, he acted like you know he treated him like his father. Yeah. So. Yeah, shout out uh, to the Thompson family. Seventy-eight years old. Today would have been his 79th birthday. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yep. So yeah. R.I.P. to the late great John Thompson. Do you guys have anything to add here? We don't. I just can't wait to kick those guys' ass in my fantasy league. Oh jeez. Well, hey, we hope uh, <laughs> we hope everybody was able to stick with us this week. We ran a little long, but I feel like we had the content. So you let us know. Thanks for joining. Again, this is Third Wheel Sports. See ya.